Today is Friday, December 16th, 2022. Do you suffer from gear acquisition syndrome? I know I do. Buckle your seatbelts and welcome to this edition of the Electric Guitar Lives podcast with Pete Williams. A fun and pithy celebration of the electric guitar, guitarists, related gear, and industry news from a seasoned guitar pro. Get your daily dose of all things guitar from an industry insider with over 20 years in the proverbial trenches. Be regaled with sordid tales of guitar and guitar news, amps, effects, artists, moodiers, and the interesting people that make up this wacky machine. So wind down with us as we cap each week off with a fresh out of the oven episode. Who knows what will happen? Maybe you'll laugh, maybe you'll cry. You might even learn something. Yeah, maybe you won't. But one thing's for sure, you'll be entertained. So hang with us for a bit, and thank you for joining us on the Electric Guitar Lives Podcast. Now here's your host, Pete Williams. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about Frank Gambale, Hovak Oliver Dion, Sweet Picking, GIT, now MIT, Why is the Industry Celebrating Cover Bands, Kirk Hammett, Gibson Guitar, in association with Gary Moore and Peter Green, huh? Say what? Guitar News, plus a whole lot more. Letters to the Editor. Hey, so a few episodes back, I had listed up a number, uh, so, uh, you know, to invite some, some user feedback um, from our listening, our listeners, excuse me, our listening base. Um, and uh, so I put that up briefly and then took it down because I, I actually did get a few calls. Um, I wanted to highlight one of them just to kind of kick things off, you know, uh, in the spirit of the holidays. This one comes from Harold from Toronto, Canada. Wow, I appreciate you calling in. Uh, you know, uh, happy holidays to you, Harold. Hope things are uh, staying warm for you in Canada. Now, here's a message from our sponsor, Making Music. Hey, folks, did you know that Making Music is the number one dealer for custom Fender guitars in the world? That's a big deal. Making Music has been the original home of tone since 1973. And for over 40 years, we've been committed to meeting the needs of our customers. Actually, almost 50 years. Making Music offers a hand-picked selection of premium boutique and custom gear. Our Northfield, Illinois showroom is open and comfortable with private, soundproof demonstration rooms for a pleasant shopping environment, while our website is regularly updated with an incredible array of custom electric guitars, tube amplifiers, and effects pedals. Knowledgeable and courteous sales professionals are always available to help make sure the gear you want is the best choice to suit your needs. Whether you're looking to pick up a new hobby, push sonic boundaries, or simply to tweak your tone, making music is the place. Has the guitar industry become a parody of itself? It's an interesting question. And I'm going to use Satchel, if you've heard of him, as an example. 
And uh, the guy's a great guitarist, no doubt, and they've got some recognition. And I believe he even had a couple artist guitars put out through a couple different brands. Great guitars, by the way. Um, but I think when these guys did that, when Satchel did that, and, you know, their group, and, you know, they're poking fun and having a good time doing this parody thing, I believe that triggered a bunch of, uh, you know, kind of a pond ripple across the United States, really around the world of other guys doing similar things where they're putting on wigs and they're playing all this old great stuff uh, from the 80s, 80s rock, hair rock, and all that kind of thing, and kind of poking fun and having fun at the same time. I get that. These guys are having fun. But I don't know if it's just me, but I, I find the whole um, phenomenon, if we can call it that, a little strange. It's almost like there's a Ruddles band in every town now. By the way, one of my customers is ARM Entertainment. And ARM Entertainment is one of the flagship uh, entertainment companies in the world. And um, they actually have a roster filled with those bands from that era. Winger, Firehouse, Dee Snyder, Lita Ford, just to name a few. Um, if you're curious about that, be sure to check out armentertainment.com. Keeping in with the uh, spirit of the holidays, uh, we start off with our first news bit. Uh, this one comes from blabbermouth.net. We know uh, they're all about the warm and fuzzies. Um, according to blabbermouth.net, Brett Michaels guitarist Pete Evek calls Phil Anselmo a douchebag. Says he is glad people will hear Pantera music again. And I quote, during an appearance on the latest episode of the Bay Ragney Show, Ragney, P.D. Vick, who is best known as Brett Michaels' music director and guitar player the last 19 years, was asked to weigh in on Pantera's recent comeback. Surviving members Rex Brown and Phil Anselmo are joined in Pantera's reformed lineup by guitarist Zach Wilde and drummer Charlie Benante. According to Billboard, the new lineup has been given a green light by the estates of Pantera's founders, drummer Vincent Vinnie Paul Abbott and guitarist Dimebag Daryl Abbott. Pete said, as transcribed by Blabbermouth, I think Phil's a douche. I think Phil's a douchebag. And Vinnie was my friend. Not an acquaintance. Vinnie was my friend. Okay, this uh, second bit of news uh, comes from Guitar World, and it's their 2022 Holiday Ultimate Gear Guide, the best new guitar gear of the year. Um, they've got some interesting stuff now close to my heart. Uh, they have some ESP guitars there that are just the bomb, I, in my opinion. You know, they're one of my favorite companies right now, um, and probably will be forever anyways so if you uh, go and check i'll put this article up on electroguitarlives.com be sure to check out the full list however the one big thing that i wanted to focus on was the ernie ball music man kaizen 
this one's built for the modern player and influenced by Animals as Leader's Master Virtuoso Guitarist, Tosin Abasi. The Kaizen 7-string guitar was crafted with many forward-thinking design concepts guided by Tosin's unique specifications and playing style. The Kaizen features an older body, multi-scale fretboard, new Music Man HT bridge, which is really cool, humbucking electronics, custom radius roasted maple neck, and ebony fingerboard. Finished, excuse me, in Apollo Black, the Kaizen will be offered in 7-string with a 6-string model to follow soon. That's one I'll be looking out for. Uh, street right now, the Kaizen is going for $3,999. You can visit music-man.com for details. And again, be sure to check out the ESP selections on that list. Uh, there were a couple Ibanez pieces on there for uh, you uh, Polyphia fans. Um, not my cup of tea, but somebody out there might dig it. Um, but for sure, check out the Ernie Ball Music Man Kaizen. In this next bit of news, we're going to talk about a cool gizmo. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I've got uh, so many different tuners, etc. Um, you know, lately I've been really playing a lot of my ESP LTD um, EC1000 that has the Evertune bridge in it, so I don't really need to uh, use a tuner. However, I do have other guitars that um, require a portable tuner, and you know, these are super handy devices. Uh, you don't see a lot of people using them, at least I know some guys, you don't, you never see them uh, tuning up their guitars. Um, something that I picked up um, a while back, you know, it's really important to stay in tune, so you know, let's check this thing out. Um, and the news goes on again. This is from Music Radar. Snark unveils the Snark Air, the most discreet clip-on guitar tuner ever. This is posed in a question, and I quote: "Rechargeable, low-profile, fast. The Snark clip-on tuner evolves out of sight, quite literally. Snark has unveiled the Snark Air, a clip-on guitar tuner that is rechargeable, tiny, unobtrusive, and might just further complicate the debate on whether you want a clip-on tuner, app, or a pedal." There is a lot of gear wisdom that can be challenged or left behind, but there are some things we are unanimous on. Like we all know that the most important accessory you can have is the guitar tuner. There's no getting around it. If you don't have one in your life, you need one. The question is, what kind? Those with an electric guitar might add one to their pedal board. Others might rather have an app for everything. So why not guitar tuning too? Those with an acoustic guitar might prefer a clip-on guitar tuner that fixes to the guitar's headstock and offers a reading in real time. One drawback for the clip-on tuner is that, well, it's kind of ugly. Or at least it's a distraction for the audience. Now, guys, uh, be sure to check on musicradar.com for news about this tuner. The article goes on and they have a demo there as well, along with some photography. I just wanted to bring up because, uh, you know... Uh, I'll admit I'm guilty of picking up the latest gizmos and gadgets that are out there in the uh, in the marketplace. I'm always interesting. Uh, I'm, excuse me. I'm always interested in uh, in seeing how companies innovate with this stuff, and uh, you know it makes me happy that they're pushing things forward. So be sure to check out the Snark Air. Now, in other news, this one comes from Guitar.com. Wolfgang Van Halen says his mental health has never been any lower due to internet trolls. And I quote, the article goes on, 
There's many times when I don't have the strength to do anything, and more than not, that seems to be the case. Wolfgang Van Halen has spoken out about the impact that online trolls have had on his mental health and admitted that negative comments have resulted in him suffering from depression and anxiety more than ever before. In the latest edition of Guitar World, Wolfgang Van Halen discussed his attitude towards writing new music for Mammoth and explained how the process has changed since he first began the project seven years ago. I'm a very different person. 2015 Wolfie has been through a lot of stuff to become the Wolfie I am today, especially in the last three years, he said. Elaborating Wolfgang, elaborating on how these changes stem from his mental health struggles, which include depression and anxiety, and are often heightened by the backlash he receives on social media. The article goes on and it quotes, I don't think my emotional and mental well-being have been any lower, he confessed. It's a thing that is incredibly tough to fight. There's many times when I don't have the strength to do anything, and more than not, that seems to be the case. But you've got to find the things that give you life. Elsewhere in the discussion, the guitarist also offered his advice to those struggling with similar issues, explaining that the feeling of loneliness is more widespread than some realize. When it comes to people who feel the same way I do, dealing with depression and anxiety, you never really are alone. Unfortunately, it's like we're all alone together because so many of us feel this way. He goes on, when it comes to, and I'll say jerks, on the internet, that's always there. Everyone deals with it. Sure, it hurts a lot when it's directed towards you, but you've got to realize the place it's coming from. I like to pick my battles. You know, it's tough, I think, for for him. You know, I, I can only imagine, you know, as I've lost my father, and I know a lot of other people have, that's a tough thing to deal with, and you kind of never really recover it from losing a parent or a loved one. Um, and, you know, the public light, man, that's got to be tough. I mean, I can't imagine. The only thing I can relate it to... Um, you know, it's, I, I, for someone that works on the internet all the time, sure, the trolls are out there. And uh, I think you just have to uh, find healthy coping mechanisms to deal with that. Thankfully, there's a lot of outlets out there online uh, where, you know, if you're dealing with mental health issues, you can get the help that you need. Uh, you know, for sure, go see your doctor and talk to your doctor. Modern medicine is fantastic. Uh, and they're able to help you and uh, help you get well. Um, so reach out. There's always somebody out there that's willing to help. So, uh, you know, if you find yourself in a dark corridor, just remember there's always somebody out there to help. Now, this next bit, um, you know, this isn't new news, but um, I just wanted to um, provide some commentary on this. And this is purely my opinion. Um so the news, it, it comes from an article, an announcement that Gibson had done. Uh, three legendary guitarists, one legendary guitar. Now the guitar I'm referring to is the Greeny guitar. Uh, Gibson is calling this the Kirk Hammett Greeny. Um, and uh, there's a blurb in there that I'll quote. The story of Greeny is shrouded in mystery, but few guitars are as illustrious. Greeny is one of the most iconic original Les Paul standards ever made with a unique sound as recognizable as the guitar itself. Previously owned by Peter Green, it was used throughout his time with Fleetwood Mac and later sold to Gary Moore. He used it for three decades with Thin Lizzy and as a solo artist. Now owned by Kirk Hammett, Greeny has passed through the hands of three legendary guitarists. 
Its distinctive sound is partly from the out-of-phase middle switch position due to the neck pickup's reverse magnetic polarity. The collector's edition Kirkham at Greeny 1959 Les Paul Standard is a remarkable recreation of this legendary guitar, and due to the Brazilian rosewood fretboard, it will only be available in the United States. Only 50 will be handmade by the expert luthiers, luthiers excuse me, of the Gibson Custom Shop in Nashville, Tennessee, as part of the remarkable limited run and artfully aged to match the original by the Murphy Lab. So, guys, I'm sure you've probably seen this, or gals, whoever, whoever's listening, you know, all are welcome, of course. Um, the thing that I, I'm going to post a picture of uh, one of the promotional shots on Electric Guitar Lives. And the thing that I want you to look at while you're listening to this is the guitar case. Now, no doubt, Greeny is a very sought-after guitar, and if they uh, made a version or an affordable version for folks out there uh, that they could put their hands on, um, that would be amazing. You can basically replicate it with some tinkering if you take it to a luthier and, um, and get something close or similar to um, what Peter Green and, and, uh, and Gary Moore did. Uh, now, of course, a lot of that sound and that tone isn't just because the out-of-phase middle switch uh, comes from the fingertips of those two particular guitar players. Uh, but again, you know, while you're listening to this, uh, this next piece I'm going to do about this, uh, be sure to look at that picture uh, because I just wanted to bring up my point on it. Now here's a snippet from a Peter Green tune. Now here's a snippet from Gary Moore. Now I'm going to provide some commentary on this next one, of course, um, but here's a snippet of Michael Schenker playing with Kirk Hammett. Michael Schenker's playing the rhythm guitar. Kirk Hammett's playing the lead guitar, so let's give that a listen. Now again, let's take a look at what was presented here and uh, let's take a look at that picture that I posted on Electric Guitar Lives. And now look, man, you know, I'm not dogging Kirk Hammett. Um, I, I appreciate Metallica. I appreciate that, you know, they're one of the, one of the biggest bands, rock and roll bands, heavy metal bands of all time. Um, but in my opinion, I would, wouldn't put Kirk Hammett on the same shelf as Peter Green and Gary Moore. Now, I know I'm not the only one who thinks this. Um, so they're doing this limited run, which means you can give the Gibson Custom Shop a call to get this thing made. 
And if I'm, I, I might be mistaken here, you know, feel free to email me at electricguitarlives at gmail.com if I'm wrong, but I believe the asking price for one of these things is $80,000. Now, hey, if you have deep pockets and you want to get, an, you know, an exact replica of that guitar, uh, you know, more power to you. Um, however, the point that I'm making is I don't know if Kirk Hammett is on the same level as those two legendary guys. Just my two cents. All right, uh, today in our artist spotlight, we're going to talk about Frank Gambale. A little background, I had worked for the Gambales um, several years back. A friend of mine had put me in contact with them, and I had a chance to do a version of the Frank Gambale website, which I feel was, at that time, still much better than the current version that they have now. But hey, that's my opinion. I, you know, I'm, I'm an old web guy, um, so that's just my two bits on it. However, uh, we, you know, I worked on that and a few other things, some of his lesson sites and whatnot. Um, but, you know, there was uh, um, uh, the working uh, scenario wasn't the best, in my opinion, and then was, this isn't a, uh, a knock on, on Frank uh, or the Gambales or anything like that. We've just parted ways. But so there's a little bit of history there. But I still wanted to feature Frank because uh, one of the things that I am a big fan of, I've been a fan of his for years, uh, back during the GIT days, um, is, you know, you couldn't ask for a better example or a better teacher of sweep picking than from this man himself. In fact, a lot of the students had, had gone through GIT, which is, you know, the Musicians Institute now, um, learned from this man and were able to take that uh, technique into many other directions. Um, so enough yammering from me. Uh, I'm going to quote his bio a little bit of it anyways. You can check out frankgambale.com for more. Um, but I just wanted to shed some light on this uh, this legendary guitar player um, who, you know, um, I feel is one of the biggest um, influences on pushing the guitar industry forward, you know, in the last 40 years. Um, so here we go. And I quote, Grammy-winning guitar virtuoso Frank Gambale exploded on the L.A. scene in the early 80s. His meteoric rise to fame is a testament to his passion-powered playing, a style Rolling Stone magazine called Ferocious. Gambale is an inspired songwriter with more than 300 songs published on 20-plus albums. His music touches on many styles, from rock, funk and jazz, to R&B, and some Latin and Brazilian influences. As a legendary guitarist, Grammy Award winner, and three-time Grammy-nominated, Gambale is an undisputed genius who originated the Gambale Sweet Picking Technique, an economy-picking technique, and a new way to play the instrument. And I, I just want to interject, guys, the sound snippet that you heard is from, is from one of his um, uh, instructional pieces that he's done. I'll make sure to post the link to that on YouTube if you want to go through that yourself. I encourage you to uh, because it's quite the workout. Anyways, the article goes on. And elevated it to a precise art from now standard in the guitar lexicon. The Gambale sweep picking technique continues to inspire generations of musicians, 
jazz, rock, metal, and progressive artists alike and are united in their awe of Frank as both an amazing technician and an unsurpassed musician. As a jazz legend, Chick Corea described Frank this way, everything you touch with a guitar turns to gold, always has. Korea also said, Frank is my favorite guitar player. Guitar great John McLaughlin joked, I'd like to cut his hands off. Jazz guitarist Pat Metheny says of Frank, I'd like to take a month off and study with Frank Gambale. Dweezil Zappa said, Studying Frank Gambale's sweet pecking technique enabled me to play the hardest parts of my father's music that he himself didn't play. Um, you know, and I believe Dweezil's right about that because I've seen Dweezil live probably four or five times now, and he does use a lot of cool economy picking techniques, and it's cool to know that he got that from Frank. A musician's musician, a gifted composer, and a brilliant innovator and author of numerous instructional books and DVDs, Frank continues to reach unprecedented sonic and technical heights. His six-string prowess and seemingly limitless vision point toward an exciting future of groundbreaking music. Now, guys, you can go on to frankgambale.com and, and read more and get and get the whole shebang. Uh, you know, trust me, you can spend uh, a couple of years just studying everything that he's put out there. Uh, you know, he's always been part of the education community. Uh, I've always looked up to him from that vantage point as, as someone to go to um, for technique and things like that. And he's also a great songwriter if you listen to his body of work, um, which I have many of his albums. Um, great stuff um, really really excellent music and just just a phenomenal musician the man is a genius I did want to go on with his article uh, about what he's been doing from 2020 to early 2022 and beyond though and I quote Frank just completed a sellout six weeks sweeping across Europe and Scandinavia tour March through April of 2022 with his all-star band after a long two-year COVID lockdown uh, the article goes on, I quote, I was so happy to be back on stage doing what I love. The audiences were happy too. Many of them were at their first show post-COVID. Frank just completed a new single to be released called Happiness Is... Dot, 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 question mark. Performing with him on the new song is fellow Aussie giant Tommy Emmanuel and bass great Victor Wooten and Canadian percussionist Rick Lazar. The song video is directed by the legendary videographer Nigel Dick. Frank is currently working on his eagerly anticipated next album release. Whether Gambale is touring the world with his all-star band, the Natural High Trio, his cool new local vocal group, Frank Gambale's Soul Mine, or joining forces in an iconic jazz supergroup, Frank continues to amaze audiences around the world. Um, this article was actually written by Dura and Matthew X. Curry, uh, last updated of June of 2022. So that's a current, you know, that's current info. Anyhow, um, guys, I'm just, uh, you know, I make suggestions in the podcast, obviously, of guys that I'm a fan of. Um, however, I think, you know, if uh, you take the time and listen to uh, Frank's body of work and some of the stuff that he's done, or go see him live. Uh, last time I got to see him live, he was with Chick Corea, and that was an excellent show. Um, and, you know, if he comes around in my neck of the woods, I'll, I'll go see him every time. He's, it's just a joy. And, the, you know, just amazing, amazing guitar player. I believe for a while Frank had some um, 
some endorsements with Carvin, who switched over to Kiesel. I'm not sure if he's still with them, but uh, out there in the uh, the guitar market, if you come across any of the Frank and Bali signature guitars from Carvin, Kiesel, um, these things are gems, man. Gems. Okay, well, hey, that's it for that. Be sure to check out frankandbali.com for more. Hey gang, thanks again for uh, tuning in to the Electric Guitar Lives podcast. If this is your first time listening, thank you for tuning in. I hope you tune in again next week and uh, hang with us for a little bit. I'm going to be talking about uh, the uh, legendary late um, guitar player and and just amazing genius songwriter that is uh, Gary Moore. So we're going to be getting into Gary Moore next week. Now to change things up this week... Uh, I'm going to be uh, exiting with a, a small snippet uh, from a, an artist that I've been admiring on YouTube for a while now. And that is uh, Hovak Alavardian. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, this is one of his projects that he work, that he's working on this clip at. I'll be sure to post the link so you can watch a YouTube video. Uh, please be sure to follow this guy. And in this new music space... Uh, for this kind of progressive style of music. He's one of my favorites. Uh, Hopefully you'll dig it. Give it a listen. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Electric Guitar Lives podcast. Thanks for listening to the Electric Guitar Lives podcast with Pete Williams, your weekly hang for all things guitar-related and more. Be sure to tune in next week for another exciting episode. And remember, have fun. See you next time. For more about this podcast and future episodes, be sure to visit electricguitarlives.com. Thanks again for listening.